Hello and welcome back to In God We Trust Podcast. Yesterday we went over the Last Supper, and that was the Last Supper that Jesus had with his disciples. So today we are be going we are going to be going over the crucifixion and uh, events that happened before that. Um, we're not going to be going over them. I'm going to be reading them to you because um, th- there's not a whole lot that I can really explain about it. It's it's just like a storyline. So. Uh, I, I hope you guys enjoyed this um, because normally when you hear this, uh, you hear like the short little, the little uh, just here and there things about it. But you're going to be hearing every single word that uh, Luke has to say about it. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. So uh, I'm just going to start with Jesus being arrested. And this is after he was praying in the Mount of Olives while the 12 disciples were sleeping. So Jesus is arrested. Um, Peter disowning Jesus. And that's Jesus uh, predicted that um, the guards mocking Jesus, Jesus before Pilate and King Herod, and then the crucifixion um, and Jesus's death. And then, yeah, it it's honestly a lot of reading, but that's that's all we're going to do today, really, is just read the story so you guys can hear it all. OK, well, let's get right into it. Luke chapter 22, verse 47. Jesus arrested. While he was still speaking, a crowd came up. And the man who was called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus asked, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? When Jesus' followers saw what was going on, they said to him, Lord, should we strike with our swords? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his right ear. But Jesus answered, No more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests and the officers of the temple guard and the elders who had come for him, Am I leading a rebellion that you have come with swords and clubs? Every day I was with you in the court temples, and you did not lay a hand on me. But this is your hour. When darkness reigns. Okay, so that was Jesus being arrested, uh, and they came into the garden. Uh, there's guards and chief priests, leaders, the elders, and then um, they cut off a, a disciple, cut off a guard's ear. Then Jesus touched his ear and healed it. And then he said, Of course you do this. Well, not, sorry, he didn't say it exactly like that, but he said, You're doing this. When it's darkness, darkness reigns. So, okay, yeah, here we go. We're going to continue. Peter disowns Jesus. Then seizing him, they led him away and took him into the house of the high priest. Peter followed at a distance. But when they had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and had sat down together, Peter sat down with them. A servant girl saw him seated there in the firelight. She looked closely at him and said, This man was with him, but he denied it. Woman, I don't know him, he said. A little later, someone else saw him and said, You also are one of them. Man, I am not, Peter replied. About an hour later, another asserted, Certainly this fellow was with him, for he is a Galilean. Peter replied, Man, I don't know what you're talking about. Just as he was speaking, the rooster crowed. 
the Lord turned and looked straight at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word the Lord had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows, today you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. Okay, well that was Peter disowning Jesus. Uh, that, that was really sad. I just can't even imagine what he felt like. As soon as that happened, the crow crowed and Jesus turned and looked at him. Oh my goodness. That is just, ooh, wow. I know, I bet you guys, I, I think we all can imagine um, a feeling like that because that is just like, wow, that would be, that'd be insane. Okay, we're just going to continue. The guards mocked Jesus. The men who were guarding Jesus began mocking him and beating him. They blindfolded him and demanded, Prophecy! Who hit you? And they said many other insulting things to him. So they blindfolded him. Um, they hit him. And they they basically said, uh, Prophesy. Sorry. Prophesy? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Who hit you? You know? They, they were just being terrible to him. Um, they said many other insults. I'm sh- I'm sure, like, we can all just, like, imagine how it was, but I, I'm, we can't even imagine, actually, because it was terrible. It was definitely the worst pain ever. Okay, well, let's continue. Remember, we're just going to read in small, tiny little things like that. Okay, Jesus before Pilate and Herod. At daybreak, the council of the elders of the people, both of the chief priests and the teachers of the law, met together. And Jesus was led before them. If you are the Christ, they said, tell us. Jesus answered, if I tell you, you will not believe me. And if I asked you, you would not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the mighty God. They all asked, are you the Son of God? He replied, you are right in saying I am. Then they said, Why do we need any more testimony? We have heard it from his own lips. Did you know? This is a little side note. Did Jesus ever say he was God? Yes, he told the Jewish council he was the Son of God. Luke chapter 22, verse 70. Two other times when he said he was God are found in John. Here we go. Let's continue. Then the whole assembly rose and led him off to Pilate. And they began to accuse him saying, We have found this man subverting our nation. He opposes payment of taxes to Caesar and claims to be Christ, a king. So Pilate asked Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? Yes, it is as you say, Jesus replied. Then Pilate announced to the chief priests in the crowd, I find no basis for charge against this man. But they insisted, He stirs up the people all over Judah, By his teaching, he started in Galilee and has come all the way here. On hearing this, Pilate asked if the man was a Galilean. When he learned that Jesus was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who was also in Jerusalem at the time. When Herod saw Jesus, he was greatly pleased, because for a long time he had been wanting to see him. From what he had heard about him, he hoped to see him perform some miracles. He plied with him many questions, but Jesus gave him no answer. The chief priests and the teachers of the law 
were standing there, vehemently accusing him. Then Herod and his soldiers ridiculed and mocked him, dressing him in an elegant robe. They sent him back to Pilate. That day, Herod and Pilate became friends. Before this, they had been enemies. Pilate called together the chief priests, the rulers of the people, and said to them, You brought me this man as one who was inciting the people to a rebellion. I have examined him in your presence and have found no basis for charges against him. Neither has Herod, for he sent him back to us. As you can see, he has done nothing to deserve death. Therefore, I will punish him and then release him. With one voice they cried out, Away with this man! Release Barabbas to us! Barabbas had been thrown into prison for an insurrection in the city and for murder. Wanting to release Jesus, Pilate appealed to them again. But they kept shouting, Crucify him! Crucify him! For the third time he had spoke to them, Why? What crime has this man committed? I have found in him no grounds for death. I have found in him no grounds for the death penalty. Therefore I will have him punished and then released. But with loud shouts, they insistently demanded that he be crucified, and their shouts prevailed, so Pilate decided to grant their demand. He released the man who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder, the one they asked for, and surrendered Jesus to their will. Okay, so that was Jesus before Pilate and Herod. So basically, um, Pilate realized that Jesus was not under his jurisdiction and he took him to King Herod, and Herod was excited because he wanted to talk to him and see him do miracles, and so Herod was like, oh, uh, let, let's see you do some things. Uh, it doesn't say that he said all this, but I'm sure that he was like, oh, turn this into this, and saying all this stuff to him, you know, and Jesus just didn't reply, and then he just, like, released him, and also, this is something that I learned, Pilate and King Herod were not uh, friends before, but they became friends, um, and they were enemies before. So that's pretty cool. So then after this, Pilate took, um, Jesus back in front of the crowd and then they were like, well, sorry, Pilate was like, I'm going to punish this man and then release him. And they were like, no, no, away with this man, release Barabbas to us. And Barabbas is this murderer, terrible person. And, Pilate was like, why? Like, why? And then they shouted, crucify him! So then they just kept shouting and screaming, causing an uprising. And Pilate didn't want any of this because it just, you can't control a crowd like that. He wanted to just please the crowd. So he just, he just surrendered to them and was going to do what it had to happen to please the crowd. So now we just went over that. Now we're going to go over the crucifixion. Here we go. As they led him away, they seized Simon from Syria, who was on his way from the country, and put the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus. A large number of people followed him, including women who mourned and wailed for him. Jesus turned and said to them, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Weep for yourselves and for your children. For the time will come when you will say, Blessed are the barren women, the wombs that never bore and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will say to the mountains, Fall on us, 
and to the hills. Cover us. For if men do these things, when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the Skull, there they crucified him, along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers even snared at him. They said, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he is the Christ of God, the Chosen One. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine, vinegar, and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was written a notice above him, which read, This is the king of the Jews. So right right above the cross, like that little, the part that goes up, it had a little sign that said, This is the king of the Jews. Okay, here we go. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence. We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, I tell you the truth. Today you will be with me in paradise. Okay, so that that last line that is a good one. Okay, so the crucifixion. They really don't talk about details at all. They basically just say um, what all happens. Um, so, like, just very brief points. Sorry, I don't know why. <laughs> I just said, like, bam, bam, bam. So, anyway, they basically just went over how how they had to get a man, and his name was Simon, to carry the cross. And this is because Jesus was beat so bad before and whipped, and it was terrible. And then there was there was women that were following him, crying and weeping. And then he turned to him and said this this crazy line. Um, I I'm not really sure what that all means, but I mean he said a a insane line to them that I'm sure they just were like speechless afterwards. And then there was two criminals that were also with him, and they were placed right next to them. And Jesus cried out, "Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing." They were sitting there dividing up his uh, clothes and people stood watching and they were hurling insults at him and saying he saved others, but he can't save himself. The up part of the cross, it wrote, here is the king of the Jews. And yeah, it, it just was a terrible thing. They really don't go into a whole lot of things, but yeah, it, it's just sad. But then there's that criminal that the first one, he was just being mean to Jesus and saying, you say that you're God, but you can't save yourself. And then the other criminal was like, don't you understand? Like, don't you fear God? Like, come on, man. Like, we deserve what's happening to us right now. We are thieves. We're terrible. But Jesus has done nothing. Jesus didn't do anything. He was awesome. He was the best guy ever. And then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus answered him, I tell you the truth. Today you will be with me in paradise. So that is something that that I think is just really cool because that man called upon Jesus' name. He said, Jesus, remember me. 
it just feels like God forgets about you sometimes. Like, like I, I feel like God forgets about me sometimes, but he doesn't. He does not forget about us. We are just forgetting about God. It's not God that is, that is stretching, sorry, that is pulling you away from him. It's you. It's yourself. It's me. I, if I ever feel like I'm not that close with God, it's my fault. I'm not praying. I'm not reading. It's because I am doing this. But Jesus remembers us. Jesus remembers everything. He, he remembers the moment that you truly believed and called out on his name. So that is just something that, that is really cool. Jesus remembers you and he loves you. And it's, it's insane to think about because this, this whole moment right here, this is Christianity right here. This is, this what separates any other religion because they don't have an answer to their sin. But Jesus is our answer. People will be like, oh, well, you, you can't uh, eat this meat or you can't do this, can't do that. But you, there's they don't have a an answer for their payment. Like when we get up to heaven, we're, we are going to be like, hey, like the, someone has to. OK, I'm sorry. I'm just going to start this fresh because I'm already really long. So it's it's at 22 minutes, but I'm just going to I don't care. I'm going to start this uh, story right from the beginning. Okay, here we go. So if you got in a car accident and it was a DUI, okay, and you go to court and the judge is your dad, and you say to your dad, oh, dad, you got to let me go. I, I've helped you with so many things. I've done so many things to help you out. You know, I, I've, I've helped you with the lawn. I've, I've done this. I've done that. You're like, okay, but you still have to pay the price. And he says, it's going to cost you $5,000, pay up. And you're like, well, dad, I don't have $5,000. Then your dad is going to walk down, reach in his pocket, and hand you the $5,000. That's the exact same thing that happened with Jesus. He is paying the price for our sins. Because what would we do? What would we do if we went up to heaven and Jesus was never a thing? We would have to take that punishment and go to hell. Okay? If if we don't have Jesus, we deserve hell. That is what it boils down to. Because we, we just have the actual answer. He was the atoning sacrifice for all of eternity. And it's it's just crazy. I don't know. Okay. Sorry, I went on a little rant there, but... Okay, I just, I hope you guys um, enjoyed that, but I don't, I don't know, I'm sorry. Okay, the last thing, Jesus' death. It was now about the sixth hour, and the darkness came over the whole land until the ninth hour. For the sun stopped shining, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. When he said this, he breathed his last breath. The centurion, seeing what had happened, praised God and said, Surely this was a righteous man. When all the people who gathered around to witness this sight 
saw what took place, they beat their breasts and went away. But all those who knew him, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance watching these things. That is Jesus' death. Um, right before he died, he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And that was his last breath. That was the last thing he ever said. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking about it right now. Sorry, I'm not really saying much. But that's all I have for you guys. Um, Monday, we're going to be going over the resurrection. Um, sorry for a spoiler alert if you guys are listening right now. Um, I was thinking about doing something over the weekend, uh, like Sunday posting it because that's actually, cause we're following like a timeline here, but, uh, Monday we'll just go over it. It'll be a little delayed. Maybe I'll hear some things on Sunday that will, that will make me, uh, I don't know, inform you guys a little bit more. So, so I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I like reading from, from the gospels, which is very interesting. Okay. Well, I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, I hope you guys have a great Easter. Um, spend time with your family. Um, try to keep your mind on God, um, but just take it easy. And if you guys are ever in a situation where you feel like you're not very comfortable, just pray for God to uh, to to guide the conversation. And he just might do the the best thing you've ever, you know, he's just awesome. Okay, well, thank you for listening. Um, have a nice day. Have a nice Easter, and God bless.